welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I am your host, Lauren. I'm Mikey. Hey, what's up? We're going to talk the fifth element today. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah, it is really fucking cool. Directed by uh, Luc Besson, I believe is how you pronounce his name. I'm not French. I do not know, but I think that's how you pronounce it. What? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, Yeah, I literally just, it's on Hulu at the time of recording. uh, This is on uh, Hulu right now. So if you want to watch it real quick before i think i'll make a note probably when i post it on uh on instagram or wherever i'll make a note that it's on hulu and it's on it's on amazon prime but you gotta rent it for like three bucks oh okay yeah so so it's free on hulu right now so go check it out uh do you have it on dvd huh yeah do you have it on dvd i figured you did oh yeah i had this on vhs dvd and um laserdisc at one point. Whoa, uh, you had this on Laserdisc? Mm-hmm. My, at my dad's oh, house. Just like the craft. Yeah. <laughs> like big, cool. huge record. Oh, yeah. Um, like the other giant the, CDs. Yeah. But this movie stars uh, Bruce Willis, Gary Oldman, Ian Holm, uh, Mila Jovovich. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> <Chris> <laughs> <Wolfo> Baggins. <laughs> Luke Perry, and um, I believe her name is Mae Wen, the diva. Um, she was, oh, yeah. she was Luke Besson's wife at the time of production and early stages of the filming. Um, mm-hmm. a divorce. Yeah. They got divorced like during filming. During the film. So That's awkward. So <laughs> awkward. Yeah. And then he married Mila Jovovich. Yeah. And they only lasted for like two years. Mm-hmm. So drama, <laughs> drama <laughs> on the set. <laughs> um oh weird what was your first impression okay let's see i have only seen this film i think one other time before actually watching this so i'm excited to like know more about it and kind of look at it in a more adult way so i really enjoy it obviously we're going to be talking a lot about the fashion because the fashion is arguably the most interesting point of the whole thing very much um and also i want to live in this world (laughs) it seems really fun i totally do it seems cool. Like it seems like there's a like multicultural thing going on. Like it's cool. It doesn't, you know, it seems like it's kind of chill. I mean, even the little bunkers, granted, I would get bored as hell, I think. So close. The little bunker like homes are like really cool. Yeah, and the plane, like when no, they get into the sleeping. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. And I the whole time I'm watching, I just keep thinking of the set. Like they have to build like all of these rooms and like doors that move and like capsules and all this crazy shit. Yeah. It's nuts. What about you? What's your first what are your first impressions? So I don't remember when my actual first showing of the movie was, but I'm in I'm I'm totally in love with it. I love the story. I love how each and every character, no matter the size of the role they play they have something to add to the movie, mm-hmm. um, you know, from like the main characters, Ruby Rod, Corbin, Lilu, to the diva, um, to the little homeless guy that approaches Corbin asking for cash. Mm-hmm. Like, I love his outfit and I love the little like dorky scenic hair, uh, hat thing. He has. Well, the hat is like a picture of his of, like, hallway. hallway. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. And the like leopard pants he has on those like right. harem pants. Yeah. Cash. Yeah. It's so funny. I'm like, like they have cash. Like right. maybe on some kind of like chip, like yeah. in demolition man, like a little chip that like mm-hmm. scans. Yeah. Like, it scans the money. 
But like, um, like I told you, like, um, I had this on VHS DVD. I remember asking my dad for it on Laserdisc. Wow. Um, over time, I know, I knew, and I know this pop, this movie has gotten so popular, and it has such a following. Like even the diva, even though she does it, she has a small role. Um, over time, she's gotten a lot of popularity, especially with like the drag community. Uh, oh wow! Oh yeah, a lot of these drag queens they'll they'll make her outfits or have somebody make her outfits as like to a T as possible. Really? And go to clubs and perform that song. Oh yeah. Oh wow! I had no idea. There's like if you go on if you go on YouTube and just like type in diva drag performance or something like that. There's like a plethora of different versions of people. Oh. They're really good. Some are really awful. Um, <laughs> but even like real singers, like um, some opera singers, they'll they'll put that song in their act. Oh, that's cool. And it, it reach the high notes and everything like that. And um, a while ago, it was believed to, or there there was a rumor there there was that opera singer Sarah Brightman that mm-hmm. was a vocal track. That was the real. That was the real singer and not the actress. But it wasn't her. It was like some woman from Austria. Oh, wait, so the actress didn't sing then? I thought she did this whole time because, like, there's an actual interview with her um, years ago. It's on YouTube. Um, but I thought she was talking like she was like, "Oh, I am an actual singer." Oh, How know, she was. She did have her like diva moments, and she was like, you know. But she had a right because Luke Besson's a, a dick. So yeah, he left you know? her, uh, yeah. during the fucking movie. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. And was yeah. she wasn't she supposed to have like a larger role? She was. She was actually supposed to have a larger role. And when she was done singing originally, it was said that there were supposed to be like these iridescent blue wings sprouting out of her back. Oh. And, um, oh, she was, she was, his ex-wife was like really pissed. She was just like, he completely disregarded my, the, the meaning of the character and she had to be in makeup. It was like three hours each day. So to have all that done to her and then have like maybe 10 minutes of screen time, if that. Yeah, if that. So it was, it was weird because like watching her and I mean, she this is going to sound racist, but it's not, is that like trying to pick up her, her, her French attitude was like, it sounded very diva ish, but at the same time, very like, I had a right to be this way. Hell yeah. She had a right to be that way. That's not you racist. Know? I was like, what are you going to say? I was like, that's not racist. No, I mean like she, well, I mean, I don't even know how I could talk about that movie. If that happened to me, like objectively, like I don't even know how I could just talk about it without, being really personal without making it sound really personal, but that I think it hurts any actor. I'm assuming when your role gets cut, but even worse, if it's your friggin' husband, right. And he probably told her about, like he, I heard that he'd been writing the story since he was 16 and he was 38 when it got made. So he clearly probably told her about this movie he wanted to make. And Oh yeah, I'm going to do a great part for you. And you're going to be this, this and that. And then all of a sudden, like he leaves like, has an affair i'm assuming yeah Yeah, and it's like well shit how could this not be personal like yeah so like i don't know um i mean and i don't know if you want me to send you the link to like put it on the for people to to watch but during this interview that she talks about she's like well in the beginning he 
asked me to do it. And she was like, well, here's the thing. I could be your friend and do this for you. Or we can be in a relationship like we are and not do it because she knows that friction would happen. Yeah, I mean, naturally, probably something creatively. He was like, okay, so he sought out another girl. However, like two days before... Um, she that girl was supposed to like show up for a screen test and was like never heard from again. Really? Yeah. How weird. So she was like, "Okay, I'll do it." Oh, so it was kind of like she wanted to save the relationship by not doing it, but then last minute she was like, "Yeah." Oh, damn. Yeah. Wow. So so much backstory on this film. I mean, I'm sure there's. Yeah, there's like there's so much. Oh, I also have two notes I forgot to say that this movie. Um in general, it reminds me a lot of Thor Ragnarok, like the third oh, yeah, Thor. Totally. Um, yeah, like where Jeff Goldblum is, like that planet or whatever that he's on. And also those first aliens that come into that temple and, and like grab the shit or whatever, like in that weird temple. Things. Yeah. They, yeah, they look like the, the aliens in Avengers. They remind me of those aliens in Avengers with like the yeah. armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like, I wonder if they kind of like made them like looking kind of like that similar. And I also wrote Bruce Willis can get it. And (laughs) then, uh, yeah, totally. Right. I was like, he's kind of hot in this. (laughs) Um, yeah. And also Luke Besson did like Leon, the professional before this, I think it's 94. He did that. So uh, that will be reviewed at some point too on the show. There's a strange backstory with that, but, but yeah, so that we'll get to, but yeah. And also I wrote, um, that the budget was 90 million. That's amazing. Which is a lot, but of course it's a lot. Look at all that fucking shit. The costumes alone have to be like 20 million. Like there's, there's just so many costumes. It's insane. Oh yeah. Like, I don't even know how they made all those. And then it made $263 million at the box office. So it did like almost was, triple. Like the first weekend. No, I think all together. No, not the first weekend, but yeah, all together. So it made money. That's awesome. Yeah, I know you have more behind the scenes. So do you have any more behind the scenes stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Um, if you can bear, you have with a lot. That. I have a lot. I there's a lot more that I mean we could spend. Yeah, there's a ton. You know, this is a little condensed version. Um, like you said, Basson uh, started <laughs> writing the screenplay for this movie when he was 16 years old finally came out at when he was 38 years old filming took place in london and mara i can't pronounce it it's like maritiana it's it's oh mauritius it's in north mauritius yeah 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 mauritius um jean paul gautier made all the costumes there were a thousand uh costumes gosh a single jacket on set was said to be five thousand dollars at the time Oh my god. Um, at the time of its release, it was considered to be one of the most expensive European films ever made. Wow. Um, the theme of the movie was uh set out to state political corruption and what could happen in more sci in, in a more scientific and futuristic world of uh, I think it was like twenty two sixty three or something. Yeah, something like that. Um Mel Gibson was considered to be the role of Corbin. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, God. Was supposedly considered for the role of Ruby, but Wait, who, oh, Prince, yeah, I know. Yeah, because Ruby is very Prince, you know? Yeah, kind so of. You can totally see being like obviously Prince. Um, but supposedly he turned it down, and this is supposedly like somebody heard this. 
um, that Prince said Ruby's costumes were too feminine. I know. And Prince is like totally androgynous. Crazy. (laughs) Right. Yeah, Um, that's so funny. The divine language that's spoken in the film is obviously made up. um, But, and uh, Basson wrote it and it's like 400, 500 words. Um, but so you uh, could get used to it, he and Basson wrote letters to each other and like had conversations. Oh, and the drama ensues. The drama, <laughs> um, the drama ensues, like, hey, why are you spending so much time with her? I have to teach her this language. <laughs> like, we have to rehearse. Um, the opera scene was actually filmed at the Royal Opera House in London. And oh, cool. Yeah, and in front of not only the actors, but a real audience of strangers that... Um, were not acquainted, obviously, with the, the film. Um, the actress who played the diva was hidden from the rest of the cast until her scene was actually filmed at the opera house, so the reactions could be very authentic. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then, I said Corbin, the actors of uh, Corbin and Zorg never actually shared screen time together. Which is really weird because he's like the villain. Yeah, right? Like you would think there would be this massive face-off between the villain and like the protagonist, but they like never see each other. Um, A few French comic artists helped design the future, uh, the futuristic world Basson envisioned. Uh, Cool. Yeah, it's very French. I think the whole team is like costume designers, French, director, writer, production design. Like animation, so much went into it. This, and I, I get it because, like, off air, you were telling me how, like, Basson was like, I can't deal with X, Y, Z, and yeah, there were a whole lot of like limitations. I think because of special effects that he couldn't see everything. Well, yeah, like he was saying in an interview, couldn't see the camera, couldn't see something. I mean, because back in the nineties, and he did what they they did an amazing job. Let me yeah for the nineties, they didn't obviously have the tech that we have now in twenty twenty. No, so, not nearly. Not nearly, but I mean, he did such an amazing job. Um, but I recently um, dug up an article on Google from uh, Playboy that interviewed uh, Gary Oldman, and Gary Oldman's like not a fan of the movie, the movie at all. He's like, Basan is such uh, he he's really hard to work with, which I can imagine. Um, yeah, he was like, I hated the costume. I hated the headpiece I was wearing. Oh, wow. Amongst many other, like, off topics. But it was just, like, even Playboy had, like, a little um, blurb that was, like, this interview got a lot worse during the day. What? Yeah. Wow. Oh, look, so did they not print, like, everything that he said? Uh, they uh, they were told not to, even by Gary Oldman, because he was, like, don't print what I said. But, of course, like, the interviewee was, like, kind of yeah summarized it like yeah wow that's crazy it's so crazy when you it's really funny too and like now that we're like reviewing like some movies that we really like a lot it's so crazy to seeing like the behind the scenes and like all these things that you had no idea about i mean that's why that's why i love doing these with you because some of these movies like the random one that we just watched um or i just watched anyway was uh freeway yeah we did the other day um even though i'm not gonna be like hey so and so let's go watch this um it was really interesting to watch and like seeing all the stuff and reading about it so it's like it's really cool (laughs) yeah it was really cool but like fifth element god i can only imagine like all the the behind the scenes and like just the costumes alone i mean it just i feel like yeah 
these this is crazy. Are, uh, what was it? I uh, the video that you sent me earlier off air. Um, mm-hmm. They these this cost these costumes these this movie inspired like Steve McQueen and oh Alexander McQueen. Oh, sorry, Alexander McQueen. McQueen. <laughs> He's like one of my favorite actors, though. Right. I love Steve McQueen um, and uh, what is that? With Jeremy Scott. Je- thank you. Like- womp, womp. I don't like Jeremy Scott. I, I think I think it was really funny in that video where they showed like how it inspired. I was like, too bad Gautier is better than all of you, except for Alexander McQueen. But like uh, <laughs> Jeremy Scott, like especially when he did that like um, Moschino where he did the McDonald's things, that was just like a ripoff. I feel like that wasn't even like different. Like where he had like the McDonald's cashiers, it was like yeah. the one in Fifth Element. It was like pretty close to it. Yeah, but let me tell you, those McDonald's um, outfits are amazing. <laughs> oh, which ones? The ones that the ones in the or the ones yeah, in the movie? Yeah, 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 the ones in the movie are dope. Yeah. They're so cool. All of them are really cool, like, especially, um, well, we'll. I guess we'll get to the, or I guess, yeah, are, are we, are we going to get into fashion now? Uh, if you want to, yeah. Yeah, do you have any more behind the scenes? No. I don't have any more. Yeah, okay, let's get into fashion then. Uh, as we mentioned, Jean-Paul Gaultier, uh, is the designer and yeah, he's an incredibly famous designer. So uh, if you don't know him, look him up. Yeah. <laughs> he's really cool. Um, but totally worth it. <laughs> what? Really expensive stuff, but totally worth it. Yeah. Totally expensive. Yeah. I can't wait. This is what I want to know. I didn't find this out or I actually just thought of it now, but like, where are these costumes? Are they somewhere like in a museum? You know, actually I have no idea. I wonder, I wonder, like, because they have so, there's so many, but at least oh, the main characters, like, where, oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 uh, I, I wonder where they are. I know at one point there was a, there was a display in London of, like, the taxi cab and some of the costumes. Oh. Ago, but I don't know about, like, the total we're like a sci-fi convention. I feel like this would they would have it at like a sci-fi place. Oh yeah. And and I mean I've seen so many like I haven't gone to a lot of conventions, but the conventions that I see pictures of online, there's at least like three uh Lulu Dallases and Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many. I wanna I wanna go to the Buffy ones. Do they actually have just all Buffy? Yeah, they have Buffy conventions. Yeah, that's where Spike like always is. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he does lots of like uh, you know inter or not interviews uh, like autograph. It's just like Comic Con. Mm. Buffy, yeah, they have Buffy Buffy conventions. Yeah, well, I hope conventions come back at some point. <laughs> I know. Well, I guess uh, maybe next year. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I guess. And cure and all that. Yeah, depending on how fast they can get like everyone vaccinated so that they can just have places where people buy tickets. Like there's so much, go- I don't even know. Like, how are you going to prove people are vaccinated? Right. Like <laughs> that's the thing is like, how do you carry around some type of card to be like, I have DNA, like uh, what's that movie? I keep referencing with Justin Timberlake. Um, what? It's, I think it was like with Justin Timberlake where it's like the numbers they scan his arm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah, we did just talk about this with Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, was she in that one? Yeah, where they like take time off your life. So it'll, like, be, it'll yeah. be like the ID of like vaccination, like yeah, or like what they do in Demolition Man, where they have the chips right like, under your skin and it like lights up. Oh it's God. like okay, you have it. Like. You're okay. I don't know. I mean, who knows? Who the fuck knows how this is all going to work? But um, 
My first standout outfit, even though he's only in the movie for a brief while, is Luke Perry. <laughs> because he's in the very beginning when they're like archaeologists. Uh, was he just wearing like robes or something? No, he had on like this very like early explorer, like early 1900s yeah. outfit. Mm-hmm. It was like beige and he had those like really tight, like kind of billowy pants, but he had those like high boots on that are tucked in, mm-hmm. like the pants are tucked in and he had like a, look like a, like a beige linen, like kind of vest thing with the teeth, with like a shirt, like a button down shirt underneath it. The guy who was the professor or the one he was like working with, he had like robes on, oh, okay. bit, like weirder, but I liked Luke Perry's outfit there. And I, I like that he's in it too, <laughs> even for a short while. I was like, Luke Perry. <laughs> yeah it was like luke perry r.i.p I did, I did like um even though he's the villain i did like zorg's costume a lot oh fuck yeah oh well, yeah he's definitely and, one and this is a direct quote from one of the videos um but it's a they said it was a very avant-garde version of a mob, mobster pinstripe suit i know i didn't even think about that and but it was it, it's like really fitting for the 23rd century yeah um, mm-hmm. like I love the flowing coat. I love the headpiece on him. I didn't really get the headpieces on his mobster buddies or like his cohorts because they didn't match a and two. It looked like they were just like clunked on. Yeah, they were kind of weird. You know, not like pristine like his were. Yeah, this is true. Um, but one it was quoted that um. This was also described like serving old-timey criminal meets futuristic fascist CEO realness. I know. I was like, who wrote that? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, who wrote that? That's so weird. Also, shout out to Tricky, uh, UK uh, trip hop. Oh, yeah, he was in that. Yeah, yeah, I was in it. Yeah, I was like, is that Tricky? I was like, it is. That's so cool. His voice is amazing. Yeah, so cool. I think he was with, wasn't he with Bjork? I think so. Yeah, for a little while. Yeah, um, super cool. So yeah, that's that's awesome that he's in it. Did he have any? Oh well, we'll we'll get to the soundtrack. So yeah, I was gonna say, did he yeah, have? He didn't have anything on the soundtrack. It yeah, was I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I don't, I don't think he more did. score than anything. Um, yeah, there are only like maybe two or three songs that I heard. Yeah, it was like the divas dance, um, and then like the song at the end of the movie, where they're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was super cool. I have all about Zorg's outfit. I wrote prism sleeveless duster vinyl jacket. Big love. <laughs> I love it. Super cool. Well, so what did you think about um, Lilu? I loved her. I, I love her character. I love her costume. Her hair. I love her hair. Fantastic. It was weird because like the all the times that I've seen this movie, like, I mean, a plethora of times, I thought it was all red. Or orange. Yeah, it has roots. But it actually has like those yellow roots too. Yeah, those are kind of cool. Is that a wig or is that her hair? You know, I don't know. I wonder if it's a wig. I don't know. It's it, it definitely looks real than anything. I love when she picks up the little like makeup um thing for her eyes. Uh huh. The makeup just prints on her face. I know it's so cool. I want one. <laughs> I know it's so cool. I was like, I love the thermal band. I love the whole like. That's one of my favorite scenes. Is like when she gets dressed, and it's yeah. like the thermal bandages just like strap on her, like in mm-hmm. that like chamber oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, I love that outfit too. My favorite outfit. I wish if I was ever to do cosplay and looked like her, I would be that outfit. <laughs> you do the bondage outfit. 
Yeah, hell yeah. It's, it's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool looking. Cool. Yeah, I mean, the other uh, one is more, I not even that attainable because she still has like a half shirt on in the other one. Like her whole what, stomach is out. What do you think that orange stuff is made of? Like, I keep thinking like um, pool um, PVC pipe or something. It looks like, yeah, I don't know what it is. It looks like it could be like neoprene. <laughs> yeah, like neoprene. Yeah, like the stuff you, that like bathing suits are made out of, but like thicker or like foam. And like, foam, like it could yeah. be like a foam or something. But yeah, it's yeah. weird that it's like a jock strap, or it's like that. It's like that, not really a jock strap, but it's like that thing that Borat has on. Yes, like it's like that, you know, because it like goes down oh. like, between her legs and then comes out. But she has pants on, and then like a half shirt underneath that thing, that white shirt. But like, they, that's so cool. But they made like some of the simplest outfits look freaking amazing like even with corbin's corbin's outfit it's just a shirt and pants and then that jacket though that he walks through to get his um to get onto the plane mm-hmm. like it's fantastic i was like, it's oh, like a bomber it. jacket it's like mm-hmm. a really swollen like bomber jacket it's really cool and then like ruby rod is like the male version of scary spice i love it oh my god yeah his <laughs> outfits are so crazy like down to like the walking cane slash microphone thing like i know that's all leopard print the (laughs) collar the hair um his opera outfit is fantastic i know with the roses yes and then he has like lipstick on too yeah and his i love how his hair was blonde in that leopard one but then the other one it's like those little afro puffs oh i love it that's so cool i was like he changed his hair it's like so rad i love that it's i do love prince like prince is dope but i do think that like chris tucker brings so much more like over the top oh he did too you know because that's his personality Mm -hmm. so i feel like it would have been cool to see prince as this but it wouldn't have been that like extra i I feel like it would have been over the top just because like his he just looks very over the top but i don't think he would act like that i don't think he would be like loud and like you know like i don't i couldn't see him like running around with bruce willis no i couldn't see him like near the end where they're like together and he's like blowing shit up and like i just couldn't see prince doing that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i could not see him doing that it would just look really weird i what did you think about the back of um corbin's tank top i liked it how it's like it's like open like it it looks almost like the bandages that she has on yeah which is super cool and i think gautier was actually doing that at the time on the runway so it was very like one of his like kind of trademarks, uh, and he also did the Madonna Vogue video. Yeah, with the cones. Right? Yeah, the cone bra. Yeah, he's like, I mean, he's like a like, like I guess before Alexander McQueen kind of had that style that you knew. Like Gautier had that like when you saw it, you knew that was Gautier because it was just well, crazy. Gautier, he was already like twenty years into his fashion, right? His career. Um, I want to say maybe the eighties. So he might have been like maybe 10 or 15 years, but I'm not oh, sure. Hold on, let me look it up. okay. Yeah, but it's really crazy. But like, honestly, like the fifth element was like a big fashion show. It was, yeah. Even with like the dude who was like the the dumb one um, with the white, with the white shirt, he was surrounded by all those girls. 
Ruby Rod was like, he's like stone deaf. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like his he outfit. He wasn't a part of the, the movie, but like his doily little shirt was like so cute. It was so cool. <laughs> you know? Okay, so he, Gautier's first individual collection was in 1976. Mm. In 1980, he designed a co- collection of women's dresses out of plastic trash bags. And he oh, um, founded his uh, fashion label in 82. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so yeah, about maybe like 15 years, mm. I guess he was in, and then he was in, he did Hermes for a while. Um, yeah, I mean, he's just like super cool. Fantastic. I mean, like that video that you sent me, like, shows so much of his fashion sketches, mm-hmm. and they're just fierce, so cool. Like, I honestly think he would be. Like I'm, I'm, I haven't looked this <laughs> really bad. I'm like looking all this up on the spot. I'm like, has he done any other, uh, like movies? Like he should do more. He really. Uh, should. It might have been a lot. That was like an undertaking. That wasn't just like a few little things. No. Like you know, it was like yeah, it was like full on like thousands of. There, there was not a single outfit I did not like. Yeah, same. I'm like I if I looked good, I would wear this. <laughs> like if this. <laughs> If this was flattering for me, I would wear it. Yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> it's so funny, but yeah, I'm just like, man, it's so cool. Like, do another movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, do another movie with costumes. It's super neat. I don't. I don't know who did the costumes. I know Luke Besson did the Valerian. Yes. Wasn't uh, like Rihanna in that? Yeah, which was fantastic. It was. Amazing. Yeah, I didn't see it. I saw clips of it, but I saw they were talking about it on that that one of those videos I sent you mm-hmm. and they were talking about and they showed Rihanna and I was like, Oh, yeah. I, I, gotta, I gotta see who does the costumes for that one. But, um, is that one really cool? That one, those- it's visually stunning. Oh, cool. Like, dropping like, Oh my God. Oh, wow. Like That's I, neat. I obviously no one knows what the future holds and we get, we can only like think positively right now and everything like that. But I hope some of these features like, hold this much um passion if that if that makes any sense um w- what do you mean like that we have oh that we have like this crazy this crazy like futuristic glamorous um yeah i mean that would be cool i know that sounds weird but yeah. no that's cool though and now i see three people did the costume design for valerian i think okay. they're french they're french names yeah but they're it's not a designer that i recognize yeah, that's cool. Do you have any other um, standout, like, other people that weren't? I have a few people here that were not main characters that I yeah, like. Um, I love the flight attendant's outfits. Like, oh the, pa- the periwinkle with, like, the cutout. Oh, yeah. So cool. I, I was like, oh, my God. They all look white bobs. <laughs> yeah, they all look so chic. And they have, like, the blue makeup. I love the girl who does, like, the check-in. Oh, yeah. At the thing. And remember, there are those two, the two people that are, like, they're pretending. Oh, the 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 woman and the guy. Oh my god, their outfits were fantastic. It's so cool when she turned around and so they were cool. like, "We have to go," and it was like a vinyl like green skirt yeah. that was like see through. Mm-hmm. Like it was so cool. I was like, "Oh my god, this is so dope." Um, I love Zorg's assistant. She had like all aqua. Mm. She had like the aqua hair, and it was like short, and everything was like color coded. It looked super rad. I was like, "Oh my god." They all look so cool. The people at the opera, there's one person in like a red. They have like all oh, red. The water that he was talking about where he has a little audio of her like going, ah. 
That one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's so cool. And yeah, the guy in the blonde who is like, who looks like the guy who looks like Will Ferrell from Zoolander. Yes. <laughs> like that guy. Magatu. What is his name? Magatu, yeah. He looks like him. Like, I was like, oh my God, this is so funny. Like, <laughs> super rad. Um, what was it? Pablo Laguna's um, assistant with the black um, outfit. Oh, Tricky. You mean Tricky? No, 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 no. No, the girl that came to um when when they all enter the hotel, when Pavla and her entourage enter the hotel. Oh yeah. Um her assistant, I guess, her main one, goes to Mila and says, like the demon knows you're here, but she's got like the black Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I were talking about. Like, very leathery. Yeah, it is really cool. And a lot of like BDSM uh yeah. they're talking about yeah, a lot of like bondage kind of uh influences too just so cool i'm trying to think of is there any other film recently that's come out that's had like i mean like really over the top where you're like oh this is dope i mean i can't think of like now now but the the one movie series that comes to mind is the hunger games yeah the hunger games yeah so that's very very cool fifth elementy and like Doctor Strange had some like weird outfits. That's true. And in Marvel, kind of a little bit of Thor Ragnarok. So yeah. oh yeah, yeah, because that was a kind of weird planet. And obviously, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, this yeah. reminds me like or Guardians of the Galaxy like kind of definitely took some elements from Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. I'm sure because it's like the same kind of like futuristic and a spaceship like flying around. I want to go to space so bad (laughs) i know i was like i just was telling uh mike and charles this morning in a group text like so apparently i read that that tom cruise uh wants to be the first actor to film in space oh god it's like what is up with that (laughs) no can he just keep making mission impossibles and just like just keep putting them out like that's all he does now yeah and he do a dramatic role again I'd, I'd really like to see him like not fucking shit up and like jumping over trains and like doing what like whatever else he does now in cars and running the, off sides of buildings the tom cruise that we knew in interview with the vampire he's died. gone he's, he's gone, gone. He's gone he was so good fantastic so I won't good. It's never gonna happen. I know, right? I know what happened. <laughs> he was a Scientologist when that happened too, though. No, he wasn't. Yes, 1990. He got into it in the 80s. He was already a Scientologist when he no, did interview the vampire. I, I didn't realize. That. Yeah, so like obviously it wasn't Scientology. Maybe I don't know, like why he changed. Like it's so weird. Oh, it sucks. No, come back, Tom. Come back. <laughs> don't be and leave that fucking organization and just come like just be like, hey, sorry, I was like tripping out for a while there. I'm back. I'm I'm here. I'm ready to go. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. I was brainwashed. That would be ideal. Um, yeah. Do you have any more fashion notes? Um, actually, I think that's yeah. I think that's it. Sweet, me too. I mean, we could talk about it forever. I'm gonna try to uh, grab some good film screen, uh, like stills of like the fashion. I'm sure I can probably find some on the internet. So I'm sure, like, check out the Instagram and anything, and you'll see like some more cool fashion. But it's dope. If I was a big Halloween person, I'm sure people dress as people from the Fifth Element all the time. I, if I could find or have somebody make me an outfit of the diva, I would totally do it. Oh my god, I know that was Walk pretty cool. Down the screen, just be like. Yep. <laughs> Had the big so like, cool. nail head 
thing. <laughs> Has anyone ever done any kind of like inspired on a drag race on like a challenge? Not a ton. Not that you can think of, right? Yeah, where you're like, oh, that's Fifth Element. That's yeah, cool. not a televised thing, but like I was telling you with like the drag community, um, like there's on YouTube performances from like clubs and stuff. So yeah, that's cool. I'm gonna check those out. As like RuPaul thing or anything like that. Do you have any? Do you know any offhand that are like, like bigger drag queens that do really like? Oh, any of the the queens from Drag Race, or there are like other queens? Like, no, no, no. They're just like like unnamed, unknown. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. No, that's right. Because like there's um there's this one club called Mickey's in California. Hell yeah! Um, I used to live yeah. down the street from there. That uh, have you ever been to it? Hmm. Uh, yeah, I've always wanted to go because like there's I, I I constantly go on YouTube and look at performances from Mickey's. So like yeah, I haven't gone to a show, but I've been to the bar. They have their staple queens, but a lot of RuPaul's um, contestants after the shows, like after they go home and everything, they go and perform there. They have like residencies at Mickey's. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, like yeah. I think detox and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think like Detox had a show, like some like for like a little while for like a month or two. Yeah. Yeah, like a whole lot of them. Yeah, it's a big deal. If you I guess I mean I'm I hope it's still kicking, you know? Like so too. (laughs) Since they haven't had um what do you call it, like performances. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming a long time. Yeah, California's like really locked down now, I think. So yeah. Um what is it called? The stay at home. Like stay at home order yeah, or like you have to like stay at home, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Right? I mean, the whole. I think so, but I think some places are still open, like stores and stuff. So I don't know how it works. Like I think every state's different, and I think they just have a lot of cases right now because they have so many people. And I don't know about DC, but Maryland just um last couple of weeks they closed like legit bar bars that don't have food. Um, oh okay they they do keep the ones that have food open for limited like takeout yeah like delivery and stuff yeah i think they i don't know what they're doing i mean every place is climbing so Mm -hmm. like almost every state so who who knows like don't go to um, (laughs) what i said don't go to florida they're awful everywhere i feel like a lot of places where i think they're their um leadership does, is kind of like doubting how serious it is is like kind of in trouble but just wear a fucking mask people it's not that hard yeah. <laughs> it's so easy it's like you can actually do shit outside and like and like congregate and be distanced if you have a fucking mask on i don't understand like why this is such a big deal yeah like it's uh, just kind of crazy but who knows um so we talked about the music that it's basically a score with a few songs here and there. That one at the end, right, where they're in the chamber. Yeah, and I just found the artist's name. Shoot, it's a it's art. like a weird name, right? It's like art. I don't know if you can if it says. Uh, well, it's R X R I or R A. Sorry, but R-X-R-A. it kind of sounds like thing. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I was like, who is this? Exactly what it was at first, and I was like, no, it's not. But it has I was like, why is Bjork not this entire soundtrack? Right? Like, she's futuristic, and like, she I mean, could totally yeah, do this. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's the diva dance on there. Um, the score is by Eric Sarah. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's more about the score than anything, and the score is beautiful. It's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm gonna um, bookmark it and check that out. And it's really it on iTunes too. 
Yeah, yeah, buy it if you or really like Apple, it. Apple Music, yeah. Yeah, I have I have Spotify, but I'm thinking about joining Apple Music and like getting rid of Spotify and getting Apple. Like, yeah, I don't know because Spotify doesn't pay the artist anything, like yeah. hardly. It's just really uh, low. I don't know what I don't know if Apple's crazy. better, but I would I would hope, but who knows? Um, okay, so what are your favorite scenes? So I've got two favorite well i mean like the whole movie is amazing i've got two that um i wrote down and then one one scariest quote to me okay what's your scariest quote just because it was more realistic and i think just at the time i was like okay well during this time it's a little weird but um when cornelius says to zorg well zorg has a cherry stuck in his throat and he's he's like where's your robot to pat you on the back or the engineer, or the children. There, you see now how all your so-called power counts for absolutely nothing. How your entire empire can come crashing down because of one little cherry. <laughs> yeah, so I say I say scariest quote to me, even though it's a great quote. It's just because we rely so much on others' technology to take care of us. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, see what happens if you go too far. That's but, true. And humanity is scary. <laughs> so, um, but my two favorite quotes is uh, when we first meet Ruby on the flight and he's introducing Corbin on the radio. Mm-hmm. Like the whole scene is comical and fabulous, right? But out of um, everything he says, he goes, um, freeze those knees, my chickadees. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then he's like, from what I'm looking at, intimate is the stud muffin's middle name. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And then um, I like when uh, earlier when the police officers come to Corbin's uh, place, they're outside and they ask, sir, are you classified as human? He goes, negative. I'm a meat popsicle. I'm a meat popsicle. (laughs) They just move on. They're like, okay, sure. I know. It's so funny. I'm like, wow, that's all it takes. (laughs) We should just refer to guys now as meat popsicles since they refer to women as like a bunch of horrible shit. It's just like. (laughs) We were watching um, an episode of The Big Bang Theory. And uh, thanks to (laughs) thanks to you that told me like well if you are an HBO subscriber you're an HBO Max subscriber so I think I told you didn't I tell you this in the last podcast yeah so good that other people can hear that PSA too (laughs) no I didn't know that for a long time I love that you text me oh my god we've logged in (laughs) so now we're like watching every episode of Big Bang Theory which is. And pretty funny like i love it and i hate it at the same time because i hate i hate sheldon is he jim parsons i think so yeah i like him anyone that's like math he does all the things mathematically and he complains about everything like yeah i like him that's where i sit and blah 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 yeah Um, but he's in um hr at his work in this one episode and he's like well my my dad used to say that women are like tuna sandwiches and i was like okay this is what yeah right and i was like um uh wait does he have a girlfriend in that show i haven't watched like everything i know the other guy has a girlfriend with the glasses it's that chick who played blossom oh that's right i forgot she was in the show maya bialik yeah maya bialik oh blossom's so good she's hilariously (laughs) awkward i love it she actually is like a nuclear scientist in real life no shit yeah, she has, like, an MIT degree or something. She actually is, like, crazy smart and, like, does something in science. It's really funny. That oh, that's she just, cool. 
Yeah, that's kind of cool. But uh, he actually is like that. <laughs> yeah, like I said, like I I like it, and I don't at the same time. I think I got annoyed just because I was like overtired yesterday because we were um, filming some stuff for the um, for Facebook, like I was telling you about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for like the holidays and everything, it's really fun, really cool, but really tiring. Um, and we were watching like five episodes back to back, and I was like. Sheldon sucks. Sheldon sucks. But I like the guy who plays David um, in Roseanne. Oh yeah, yeah, with the glasses, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Kalecki. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's the one that has the girlfriend that's blonde, right? That yeah. lives like, across the hall. Since yeah. She lives like down the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. He's also in this new show called The Flight Attendant on HBO Max. Amazing. With that girl too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that girl, yeah, which yeah. is really funny. Wait, did they ever date in real life? I don't know. Like while the show was on, I think I feel like I heard they did, but I could be wrong. But it's like, funny because like in the very early episodes, um, the girl who played Darlene in Roseanne, uh huh, is actually in is, is in the show, and they have like this flirtatious kind of like oh, that's funny romance, but sh- cut short kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, so okay. I'm wondering if they actually really dated. I wonder. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, wait, there's something else I was going to say. Oh, hey, you haven't seen Euphoria, have you? On that show that's on HBO? No, it's on HBO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't even know you watched it. Wait, is that Euphoria? No, we saw Utopia. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, no, 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 not that one. Uh, Euphoria no, is the Euphoria. one that has Zendaya in it. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, dude, you should watch it. I want to know what you think of that show. I think we attempted to start one episode and then I just kind of like got distracted. Oh, okay. no, no. I, I think you you and Justin should watch it. I really want to know what you think about it. Because I've been trying to get like, I watched it like when it came out, like every week or whatever. I was like watching on Sunday nights or whatever the hell. And it was really cool. And then I, I told a few of my friends to watch it. And then I told Jai to watch it one time. And she like binged it. Oh, yeah. Like, and it's such an intense show. It's like not a very... I could never, I never did binge it because I like waited every week to watch it, but it's a really intense show. I can see how you could binge it because the characters you like want to know, and it was only eight episodes and you like want to know what happens. Um, but I'm curious to see what you think of it because it's very much like a teen show, but like because you watch, we've watched a lot of the same shows when we were teenagers, like Dawson's Creek and like Buffy and like all those things, but like it really shows you how intense it is now, like teenagers now, like what they kind of go through. And like what they show, but I'm interested to in see what you think of that show. Okay, I kind of want to know if you think the main guy's hot too. And that, that's on HBO, right? Yeah, HBO slash HBO Max yeah. or whatever. Oh, this is what I meant to say. Did you hear yesterday that Warner Brothers is now putting out all the films that they're putting in the theaters in 21 on HBO, on Max? HBO Max? Yeah, yeah, like which is going to kill theaters. It is, but. Um... Because the thing is, they're not going to charge money. It's not like we have to rent it for $20. It's going to be free. So the theaters are going to be like, well, why is anyone going to come pay for it? Even if they have a vaccine and whatever, it's safe. I'd be like, well, fuck it. I'll just watch it at home for free. That's true. Yeah. We're so really- I think they're still thinking that they're still going to lose money. But but Batman comes out in 22. Because I saw people being like, what about Batman? And they're like, no, that's 22. Yeah, the new one. Um, because we're really excited for Wonder Woman too, which um that's gonna be out, I think, on HBO Stream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's coming out really soon. I haven't seen the first one. You need to. I think you. Really I haven't seen the DC ones because I I haven't seen like Justice League or Flash or like yeah. what, like I don't know what's going on in their world. I've just watched like the Marvel ones. Yeah. Oh yeah. But now that we're under lockdown, maybe I'll watch 
maybe I'll watch like I do like uh Henry Cavill now, so maybe I'll watch him as Superman. Um like the the movies, like the TV shows are great, right? But the movies, they kind of they kind of suck, right? Yeah. Oh, so Suicide Wonder Squad Woman. is another one that's coming out on streaming too. Suicide Squad, the new one. Oh, the new one. Yeah, the next one. Yeah. I'm really intrigued. Uh, well, yeah, Pete really Davidson's in it. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, Wonder Woman is is fantastic. Yeah, I heard that was actually good because a woman directed it, right? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Did she do the second one? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. And they filmed it here in DC. Yeah, parts of it. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say yeah because people were like, oh, they're filming Wonder Woman. Like they were down there for a while. Oh yeah, because I was I was in I was in that area in Dupont. Like they were filming right near the White House. Yeah, yeah, they were filming like a whole bunch of shit in Georgetown too. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, what are else? Okay, you said about your the favorite quotes that you had. Um, one yeah, of my favorite you? scenes is when he gets robbed outside of his apartment. Yeah. <laughs> in the beginning, I just love that. Like he is like, oh, I bet you don't know what that little button does. He's like, like, it's not loaded. (laughs) It's so funny. I like that a lot. I like how he like pulls all the stuff down. Like I love his little capsule. Right. Little apartment. It's really cool. And how his bed gets made like and wrapped. Mm -hmm. I love how the priest gets stuck in there. Oh no. He like hides them. (laughs) Yeah, the auto. Auto wash. Auto wash. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's so funny. Um, and I was like, oh my god, the sets, like that one part where they're under like a black light and like oh, their god. eyes even have the black light. Green, yeah. Yeah, it's really crazy. I was like, that's so cool. And then obviously one of my very favorite scenes is like the birth of Lilu. Oh yeah, fantastic. Like it's so fucking cool. That um lieutenant dude is such a dick though, because he's Ew. like class and he's like, You need to learn how to speak to get yeah. out. She just like punches right through the glass. Yeah, punches through it, and she's like, "Fuck you! What are you talking about?" And it was so creepy how that one guy was like, "I need to take pictures." I mean, for the archive, I was like, "Ew." (laughs) Yeah, right. I love that part, and I wrote Gary Oldman, the arms dealer or art dealer? (laughs) Question mark. Like, he's so weird. But that's so crazy that he didn't like this. Yeah, he does such a good job. (laughs) <laughs> at it the whole article you have to go read it it's it, yeah i'm really curious to read it because it was like, a few more, like I did with mel gibson and he calls like pelosi i'm not gonna say it on here but um oh um i mean oh in that article yeah oh wow okay i really i do not know that much about him so i need to like read that and apparently, I don't know much about Nancy Pelosi because she was popular in 2013, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, that was, I guess, the end of, or oh, no, not near the, like the beginning of Obama's second term, I guess. Yeah, that's true. He's English. I'm like, why is he talking about American politics? We don't give a fuck about what shit that goes on over there. Not like actors usually don't speak out about things unless there's something crazy going on. But it's weird. Um,. <laughs> I wrote Chris Tucker with Bruce Willis, like just an iconic duo. <laughs> They're just really funny together. It's funny how he just like tags along with Bruce Willis, like the rest of the movie. Yeah, I know. I was like, I love how it switches from, and then I said, opera singer lady, really cool. I was like, after he grabs the stones, it totally just turns into Die Hard. Right. Is it a Die yeah. Hard? Is that what he's in? Yeah. That he's done like five of them. I think we were talking about this before, I think, and you were like, oh, you haven't seen it? I haven't and I was seen like, all of them. I've only seen the first one. Yeah, yeah, no, I haven't seen them, but, like, isn't Alan Rickman, like, the bad guy in that? 
like the first one the guy snape from yeah. harry potter uh, yeah. yeah um but yeah i totally turned into diehard like he was like shooting shit up and like everything was exploding and he was like falling slow-mo like jumping down like it turned into like our demolition man um thing where it was like yeah, it was totally, yeah, I know, it totally turned into that it was like really funny um that fucking hotel room right with the oh, that the right out the closet. Oh. Know, the blue and gold and like the cool old school rotary phone that's actually cordless yeah. like i thought that was so cool i was like i actually want a cordless phone that looks like that i love like, what but, mom calls <laughs> i know she like constantly calls i should never have had you i should have had a robot right? <laughs> why did i bother being in labor with you it's really funny and he's like yeah, hey mom <laughs> i know it's so funny yeah you can't be the president the president's an idiot <laughs> they're like uh ma'am Oh, ma'am this is a wendy's <laughs> I love it. like one of my friends always says that like at the most random times it's some joke on the internet where they're like anytime anything weird happens then you go ma'am this is a wendy's <laughs> like why are you screaming about that um and then I, I love the the end when the stones are activated yeah and like the cool like shit happens although in that i think we watched the honest trailer I sent you the honest trailer of this too, which is also really funny. We're not were, ours combined. Captain Planet. <laughs> then they were talking about like how weird it is that like she has to be turned on for <laughs> things to turn on because the whole thing is like she just needs to be loved. That's like the whole thing. Otherwise, this whole thing won't work. I was like, this is crazy. Like, so my question is like, does he actually love her or just to save the planet? He, he yeah, that's what I think. That's and she's a hot girl. What? She's a hot girl. But yeah. like, why is he, he never said anything that like, besides being like, oh, she's cool. But he wasn't like, I love he her. to be her dad. <laughs> yeah, he really is. It's like, this is a pattern, which we'll also talk about in his other films, but it's, it's quite strange. It's definitely quite strange. Do you have any other uh, standout scenes? I don't. I, I wish I wrote them down because, like I said, like every scene is like fantastic. It is pretty cool. Every scene is like gonna go down in history for me. Um, the yeah, just every yeah. The Diva scene is like it seems like very influential and like I my final thought about this is I think it's so cool how this is like such a cult film yeah like it's so extra i don't i've never seen anything like it since i don't yeah. think um i this makes me appreciate sci-fi when it has a kind of campy fashion element i do like sci-fi but i don't like when it's like all like super serious yeah so i like that this is this is another reason why i like some of the marvel movies too because they're kind of like sci-fi but they're funny they have like they're not all like yeah they're not all like super serious mm-hmm. um but yeah, so I I like this film. I think it's cool. It's weird. I get why people, um, I don't know. I get why people like it. I just think it's it's rad and fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, two hundred percent. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs, thumbs up. up. Fine holiday fun. <laughs> two very enthusiastic thumbs up. Fine holiday fun. Yeah, yeah it was so cool. And also, I want to say thank you to the people who've been writing reviews on iTunes. Yes. Thank, thank you, you so much. We got some new ones and some new uh, ratings. So thank you so much. Please give us a review on Apple Podcast. Yay. Yeah, and follow the Instagram at Fashion Grunge Pod. I swear. I will post more. I should give you the login too. I should give like yeah, yeah, totally. three. Yeah. So you guys can like post about movies and shit. Cause I don't feel like doing it all the time. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. Do you have anything else, Mikey? 
I don't. This was just, it was super fun to watch again. Yeah, it's so rad. And also, look for Cruel Intentions with me and Mikey and Charles coming very soon. I'm really excited about that because I haven't seen that in so long. Oh my god, I love it. I It literally has like everyone in it that I love. And there's so many good lines. One of the best awkward kiss scenes ever. <laughs> so weird. And like Pacey being in there and he's like oh, he's just it's great it's really really great what is this grandma with the yeah. birthday present like <laughs> oh, i love that movie i can't wait can't wait Definitely. so yeah yeah so this has been fun and uh well we're out of here we'll see you on the next one peace bye